We're talking with Professor Becky Schwartzman with the School of Nursing at Simpson University. Now, Becky, as the COVID-19 pandemic started, I understand the county health department reached out to the nursing school for some help. Tell us about that. Well, there's a couple of things that happen is that they hadn't been experienced at doing the oral pharyngeal swabs that you do when you're testing people for their positive for COVID. So we had the opportunity to train their, their staff on that. And then as things started to pick up, they were getting overwhelmed by calls from people in the community wondering, do I have it? And um, so they needed some of our students because we had them doing some uh, mental health orientations. And, and again, what happened is some of the facilities closed down, so our students were then available to be able to be there to, um, to help field phone calls from people out in the community wanting to know what to do about how to get tested um, if they were positive and just kind of, you know, do some uh, kind of some disaster, not disaster management, but just be able to manage people that were um, kind of in pre-crisis state. So I would think this was a pretty valuable experience, especially for, for a nursing student. Oh, totally. You know, because uh, very rarely do we get hit by live pandemics like this, where um, we have the government intervening and the World Health Organization, CDC, and everybody intervening on such a grand level. So this is a unique experience for them. And the fact that they could be there, not necessarily to um, to save lives or whatever what we're used to doing with a lot of nurses did in the acute care setting, but from a public health setting, just to offer reassurance and give people guidance on how to be able to um, to manage what was going on in their lives at that time regarding the whole COVID situation. As uh, the students were being sent in, uh, did you pray with them or pray about the situation? We, you know, we do that pretty standardly. Um, sometimes it's a little bit difficult to do it as a group because of um, them being assigned and being in a secular environment, trying to gather them together. But we'd spend a lot of time in prayer in the classroom, and before we try to do that before clinical and stuff. Doesn't always happen, but we certainly do try. You know, and just, you know, asking God to give them wisdom as, as they're there and everything, because, um, you know, people are, you know, kind of we're in kind of a panic phase at that point in time. And everybody's afraid they had it and uh, or they've been exposed or how do you get exposed? And um, so just, you know, just the peace and the comfort that the students can bring has a really huge effect on what they're doing. As you talk to students who had volunteered and, and took part in this, what were they saying to you about the experience? What did they tell you? Well, they were, for the most part, they're pretty excited about it because they got to see something that, you know, that I've been a nurse for over 30 years and I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime, even compared with the AIDS epidemic and things like that. So they're being able to understand, which I thought was really important from the, um, not necessarily the, the um, physical part, the, the high blood pressure, the temperature, whatever, but they understood the emotional turmoil that people are going through. And that, you know, a lot of illness stimulates from being um, where you're at mentally, too. And um, so being a public health class and also the mental health class, they're able to see the other side of it, so to speak, without somebody being acutely sick, but just what can lead into that, the, the emotion stuff that, that's involved with that. And they're just able to um, understand healthcare at a much larger level than, you know, a couple of patients bedside in the hospital. So they really appreciated having the experience. Yeah, this is something you ordinarily could not do in the classroom. I mean, it was a real deal. Yeah, I mean, this is this is reality. I mean, we do simulations and stuff like that, but it's still not the same as being in the middle of the throes of, of, of a crisis, you know. And a lot of times the students, they kind of want to push you out of the way so you're not in the way of what they had to do. But at this point, you know, their man's power was so low that they, they were willing to incorporate the students and allow them to contribute as much as they could and meet a basic need that they had because, you know, the actual employees were out there on the front lines putting out the fires 
in the system and trying to map out the disease because from an epidemiological standpoint, that's what public health does. So they just needed people to help man the phones and, and to keep the um, you know, keep the people under control and just be reassuring and comforting to them, which is what, you know, which is what nurses do and which is also the role of the body of Christ in so many ways. As these students would uh, graduate and embark on a, a professional medical career, how is this going to have helped them to actually have done something so unusual and practical? Well, you know, the thing that's unusual from our standpoint is, you uh, in order to be a public health nurse, you have to have a bachelor's of science in nursing. So that's one thing they do. It puts them automatically eligible when they graduate from our program to go ahead into a public health field. The other thing it does, it also helps them get to the point where um, if the, a lot of our students, because it's a faith-based institution, are interested in missions and things like that. So it prepares them for um, epidemics can happen in third world countries, things like Ebola, um, you know, outbreaks of uh, meningitis, uh, cholera, things like that, if they happen to be in a third world country. The other thing it does, too, is it helps see the bigger picture of what goes on in the healthcare field. Because a lot of nursing is focused right now on acute bedside care, but there's a lot that goes on from a public health standpoint about keeping our society and our people well before you know they even get sick, or, or um, to keep um, like they said they're trying to do flatten the curve so nurses can be used to help flatten the curve to reach out to people, you know, and in nurses are in the trenches too because if you're doing, you know, you've got physicians that come in and they do an amazing job, but they don't spend nearly as much time with the patient as the nurse does. So the, the, there's a relationship that forms there that's kind of special. So they, to bring in that empathy, that understanding, to be able to um, to feel their pain, so to speak, or to have a caring moment with them is absolutely critical. And when you're dealing with people on the phone when they're in crises, you know, it, it prepares you for any time when you're dealing with somebody with crises. It's just excellent for communication skills, for listening skills. So it definitely so it prepares them to be readily available in that field. It also, um, in, in terms of bedside nursing, anytime you're dealing with somebody in crisis, to be able to have those therapeutic communication skills and also to help inform the community at large because even though, you know, they may not be working, you know, as soon as somebody finds out you're a nurse, you know, they, they've got every question in the world about everything from, you know, a hangnail to migraine headaches or whatever. So in a case like COVID, they become quite the um, resource for people in the community too. That's a very good point. So, Tell us about the School of Nursing itself at Simpson. We were been around for about 10 years. Um, it's uh, the only bachelor's prepared nurse in Reading area. And um, it's a program that we just try to teach people to um, incorporate faith into their daily nursing practice to be able to um, to um, just produce quality nurses. Right now, we depend on what survey you need. We're usually somewhere in the top 10 in the United States, or in, in California, I'm sorry. And also that... Um, that we have a, re- a pretty high success rate with our NCLEX. We usually are in the 90 to 95% range with people passing their state board exams and um, have a high rate of employment. Our students get hired. And uh, we just have a, a group of nurses that um, that are professors and that we just, you know, get to teach about nursing and get to teach about Jesus in that context too and how to marry uh, marketplace ministry, if you will, to uh, marry ministry with the actual profession and to encourage them to go out and be Jesus with skin on. All right. Professor Schwartzman, we sure appreciate your talking with us. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Elizabeth Jones is a student at Simpson University at the School of Nursing. Liz, you volunteered to help the county health department just as the COVID-19 pandemic was beginning. Tell us what you did, what happened. Okay. Well, um, I was actually 
still in school at the time. It was before, you know, we kind of transitioned to our online uh, format. And um, basically, we had an opportunity to uh, come together with the county and work um, in their call center, um, answering um, calls um, that the community had uh, in regards to the evolving uh, situation. So what was the setting like? Um, did, did you get some sort of training? Um, were you around a lot of people or kind of by yourself in a room or what? Um, well, at first it was myself and a couple of my other classmates uh, along with one of our instructors. And um, it started in their clinic. We were basically just uh, put into a back room where they had a bunch of phones and uh, we would just get transferred calls. And then as the pandemic kind of progressed, um, the county, they were really quick to adapt and meet the needs uh, of the community and their staff. So um, they set up a, an actual call center um, that was dedicated, or still is actually at this moment, uh, to taking calls from the community to answer their questions, uh, get them the information that they need um, on how to stay safe and just kind of navigate how things are going right now. Were some of the callers, I don't want to say scared, but were they anxious or nervous about what was going on? Definitely in the beginning, when um, when the state of California, you know, we went to our kind of shelter in place, uh, there were a lot of phone calls, um, a lot of people concerned. Um, and that's when I really got to practice what they call therapeutic communication, which is what I was learning at the time uh, for this. Um, I was doing a mental health course, and um, I really got to utilize that therapeutic communication uh, with people in the community. Um, it was just active listening. It was providing them um, guidance to resources and things like that. Did you ever imagine uh, when you went to school that you would actually be doing something this hands-on, directly connected to your field of learning? I did not expect a pandemic. Um, however, nursing school in general, uh, we do a lot of clinical hours, so we do get a lot of hands-on uh, learning. Um, but this has definitely been um, an opportunity. That's how I'm going to take it as an opportunity. Nobody wants something like this to happen. Um, but it has definitely been a learning opportunity. And no, I, I did not expect this uh, in my nursing career. Did you pray quite a bit each day you went in to, to volunteer that, that you'd be ready to, to help people? That I did. Um, in the beginning, I had to kind of, um, I wouldn't say separate myself, um, but I'm a very caring person. Person, So at times, you know, um, there's a lot of emotion, especially in the beginning when things were unknown. And I kind of had to um, uh, separate myself and meet their needs, but also do a little self-care, which did include a lot of prayer um, just for the, the community, um, for our world. Um, definitely a lot of prayer. I would imagine that this uh, experience is going to be helpful to you as you pursue a career in nursing. I, I definitely think so. Um, first, I, I'm thankful that I was able to witness how, you know, a public health community responds to a pandemic. Um, it wasn't just in a hospital setting, um, which as a nurse, you know, if hopefully this does not happen again. But um, that I got to see kind of more behind the scenes of how it takes um a community, you know, a team effort to come together and meet the needs um, of the people. And then, yeah, um, the therapeutic communication skills that I got to practice, I think I, I, they're pretty top-notch, hopefully, at this point. Um, 
working in the call center and just talking to people. Um, and, you know, this really reminded me that, you know, I'm not here as a nurse, you know, once I become a nurse to serve others um, just in their, you know, physical bodies, but um, I'm there also, you know, for their, their mind and spirit. And um, it really reminded me of that. Eventually, where would you like to be as a medical professional? What, what would you like to see yourself doing? I get asked that quite a bit, actually. And going into nursing school, I I thought medical surge or med surge, they say it's kind of, you know, you're working on the floor, you're in the hospitals. Um, but I am leaning more towards nurse practitioner at this point and taking my education a, a step further. Um, but still, I am, I'm very open to wherever the Lord leads me uh, this coming semester. You know, we should be doing some pediatrics and maternity um, subjects. So I'm just kind of leaving it open and just um, praying about it. And I know the Lord will put me where I'm supposed to be. All right, Liz, we sure appreciate your sharing your heart with us. Thank you.